Welcome to the Retro Breakdown, everyone. Tom and I have been talking for like 45 minutes about stuff that is not going to go in the podcast. <laughs> but but it happened. It happened. So now the podcast will only be 20 minutes long. <laughs> I mean, you know, that would be a new record. <laughs> I don't even think it's possible for us to to, to do that, even if we, we tried. Actually. I mean, like it would be difficult. I it mean, would... I don't mean we couldn't do it. I just mean if we wanted to have even a, a semblance of what we try and talk about, it would be impossible. We we would not we would Time not be able to uh, we <laughs> we would not be able to record a podcast and deliver you the the quality that you've come to expect from the retro breakdown in only uh, in only twenty minutes time. Yeah. There's there's not nearly like. If if the podcast is only 20 minutes, then how would we spend our customary 30 minutes wasting everyone's time talking about nothing? Yeah. I mean, it just doesn't work. The math just doesn't work out. It wouldn't be fair to you or us. So uh, it's mostly we're mostly talking about uh, just like personal stuff, Jesse traveling and stuff like that. So it's um, it's not that it wouldn't necessarily be of interest to you, although I don't know why it would be. But it's more so that um, it, it's more so just that, you know, that's yeah you talk about stuff that you don't necessarily want broadcast. That's all. Yeah. And now, you know, that's out there. So it's awkward for you, too. Yeah, sure. <laughs> well, I d- the details are where the. Uh... Yeah. But if we could have just started and they never would have known we talked for node, they never would have known we talked for a, an hour. That's true, but also I could just stop the I could just stop the recording right now and start again, but I won't because, because I mean they that would need definitely... to know. <laughs> they because I I always feel like it, I I always feel like it needs to be said because there's always that feeling of like what if we end up referencing something that we talked about earlier ah uh, okay and they're like wait when did you talk about that and it's like well it was probably in the half hour that we talked before we started recording so just so Fair. you know that. There there may come a time that we reference something and you don't know what we're talking about. And it's just we talked about it. it don't worry about it. It's fine. <laughs> just, don't, just, just deal with it. <laughs> so I last night um, and this will be, you know, for those of you listening to the podcast on release day uh, about a week and a half ago, finished hmm. Rabby Ribby. Oh, yeah. Didn't you play that as a request or something? I like did a, originally. Like and then I was like, this is actually really fun and I want to see the rest of it. So I've been playing it and recording it specifically um, you exclusively for YouTube. I've not oh, been cool. I've not been streaming it. I've just been playing it offline and recording it for YouTube because I thought it'd be cool to have a like a an exclusive YouTube series that isn't yeah. just like a republished stream. Sure. Um, yeah, that wouldn't be very exclusive. Right. That's 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 what the word means. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just like I thought it would be a different dynamic. No, it is totally and it's, it's completely different. Isn't that different? 
because I end <laughs> yeah, up because sometimes you don't even talk to this like you don't always read chat. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably a very it's, similar it's a very <laughs> for me at least it was a very similar experience. <laughs> it didn't it didn't actually end up making that much of a difference. But it was still I think the the biggest thing was like I don't I, I have so many things that I want to stream and that I need to stream. Sure. Um <laughs> I must stream. I mean, you know, need is a strong word, but Oh no, it's a need. The people need it. It's it's series that I'm in the middle of and also things that have been specifically requested of me. Yeah. So you know, I've been wanting to make sure that I, I do those things justice. And it's like, all right, so I if I want to play more of this, I don't really see how I'm going to How do I put it on stream time? Yeah, how do I how do I make stuff. time for this? That makes sense. And the answer is like for stream, I don't. So I've been finding time in the afternoons and on the weekends to just record an hour or two here and there. And I finally finished it yesterday. And that's a good video game. It it when you played it, it seemed like a good video game. It was it was I remember thinking when I first saw it, like, oh, God, what what have you gotten? What are you playing? Because it doesn't it kind of has some uh it's got that heavy anime. Oh, it's you know, big moe fan. anime trash. Yeah, so I was like, "What? What is this?" But then I was watching you play. I was like, "Oh, I'm conflicted now. This seems good." <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's it's a yeah. It's that was a conflict for the entire game because okay. gameplay wise, boy, that is smooth as butter. Yeah, it is like. Mm. Like everything in that game feels good to play. The platforming feels good. The boss fights are fun. It does that like sort of Toho bullet hell. Yeah, um, that's what looks so neat. Like it does that thing. And those patterns just get better and intensify as you go on. But it's still but still within the con within the context of a platformer. And mm-hmm. then you get your double jump and your wall jumps and your, you know, your typical Metroidvania powers, your air dash. It's like and a, then, yeah, it's just a crazy and then the bullet version. patterns the bullet patterns evolve to take advantage of the fact that you now have those new movement techs. Oh, so it's not, it's not actually easier. It just feels better because you have more control. Yeah. 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 uh, Yeah. That's neat. But like the, within the whole thing, it's always like, it continues to just be like, Oh yeah, this is, this is some, this is some weird anime bullshit. Yeah. Well, I just remember I'm, I'm slightly uncomfortable with some of this. (laughs) Well, please give I, these characters pants can any of the characters gonna say. please wear some pants <laughs> when there was i think it was i don't know if it's the main girl or someone that she was in a lab coat but she had no pants on yep. i was like what the hell is team playing <laughs> yep yeah, i there's yeah. there's another girl like one of the like the sister of the of the main girl who is like kind of the main macguffin of the story is like we need to save her from I don't know. The story is very confusing and I'm not sure it all to I'm not sure it all together matters. Sure. Cause yeah. it's, it's, you know, there's this whole like meta world thing where it's like, Oh, this isn't the real world. This is, this Island is like isolated from the, from the rest of the world for its protection. Oh, but okay. we still want to get, you know, so-and-so sister to be here because she's kind of trapped and or possessed. All right. And then we finally get to her and like, Boy, that was like, oh, no. Oh, no. Stop. No. <laughs> because she's like, it's basically like the sleepy girl archetype where she's like constantly got like the back of her hand against one of her eyes. 
Okay, yeah. But like she's rubbing sleep away. Yeah. But she's like wearing pajamas and the pajamas are just like an open shirt. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, no, because she looks like nine. Oh, oh. Yeah, I don't like that. I did not like that. I did not yeah. like that much at all. <laughs> I need I need the Papa Near treatment. Just make yeah. make make everyone like ten or fifteen years older, please. Yeah, seriously, and give them clothes. <laughs> and clothes. <laughs> but I. But the gameplay's game, fun. It, like, which is that's you know. As long as I went through and I was like, don't like that. That's nope. I'm nope. That's uncomfortable. As long as I was you know made that known. Because it was sure. important that, like, I'm not going through this and being like, this is fine. I condone all of this. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was very, 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 very fun to play. Yeah, like I said, that's that's how I that's how I felt when I was watching you play. That was like months ago, I guess. Like over the summer I, I think, yeah, I think it was. Uh, I think it was several months ago that I actually that I actually streamed it because mm-hmm. I, I started putting them out on YouTube. And then there was actually a good two to three week hiatus where I just didn't have time. Mm-hmm. And so I, I ended up putting something else on the, on the YouTube channel in place. Cause I didn't have time to record it. Oh yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, so like, it's actually like, since the time that I actually streamed it, it has been a good long time. Um, it's, isn't it really inexpensive too on steam? Like it's like 15 bucks. Yeah. That's, that's, that's one of those, and Magic I think it's, games because it goes to like five during a sale, yeah, probably and or something. It actually, um, I I finished like the main story of the game, um, a couple weeks ago. Oh, but then it has okay. like three. So I think it has I want to say six chapters of main story, but then it has like three additional chapters of post game. So how long would it take you to beat just the main game and then including post game? Uh, it took me like 20 to 25 hours, I think. Oh, all right. That's pretty decent length. Um, But it is like it's a difficult game. So a lot of that has to do with like your your ability. How long does guys. it does it take you 15 minutes to do this boss fight or three hours? Sure. Yeah. Um, I would say I played the game. I played the whole game on hard mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't feel like it was. Like an unfair hard? Yeah, it didn't feel ridiculous. It felt that felt perfectly doable. That's um, nice. Now, at the risk of, you know, being overly, you know, self-aggrandizing, I have sure. come to realize that I'm kind of good at certain types of video games sometimes. Yeah. And so, like, me saying I didn't think it was that hard doesn't mean it's not hard. Yeah, it just was not that hard for you. That's fine. Yeah. So, um, I, I found, I have played games that are similar, that are more frustrating. Right. I think is, I think is the big thing. I didn't find it to be, I didn't find it to be extremely frustrating. I mean, that's a huge difference. Yes. Right. Cause you can have a game that's hard, not because it's hard, but because it's freaking annoying. Yeah. Um, the, you know, there, I don't think there are very many fights that I just went through and beaten one in one attempt. But yeah. I think I did most of them in under five and almost all of them in under ten. All right, cool. The checkpoint is the checkpointing is really uh, is really, really generous. Um, yeah, you know, they usually put a save point right before a uh, right before a boss battle. And oh, then nice. you have an auto save in the room right before you walk in. Yeah. Even if you don't even if there's not a save point, there's an auto save. 
so it's so like cool. it's really nice. There's even like in the post game, there's a boss rush okay. where you have to go through and like every every room is like one of the bosses that you already fought, but at like half level. <laughs> oh, interesting. So, so it's they, like they you have them, to like, fight harder. them again, but they're they're not as strong. But you still have to go through like a decent a bunch of them. At yeah, once. you still have to go through a bunch of them with like very little healing. Um, so like it's it's an it, it would be like kind of ridiculous if they made you just do the whole like basically every boss in the game just back to back to back to back to back with no checkpoints or healing. Right, that'd be way too hard. Yeah. And there is a boss rush mode where you can try to do that, but like it's not it's not asking you to do that. It okay. get, it puts them at like half the level they would normally be. So they go down a lot faster than normal. Yeah. Um and they also uh they also give you like an autosave checkpoint like every 3 fights. Oh, wow. So even if you uh you know, even if you get, you know, a couple of bosses in, and then you go down to one, like, you don't have to start all the way from the beginning. So little... That sounds kind of nice. Yeah, little quality of life stuff like that makes it, like, it's difficult, but it's not punishing. So retrying and and doing it over and over again does not feel frustrating. Yeah, you're not bashing your head against the wall. Yeah, yeah. So I, I really, really like the way that the game handles difficulty. Um, I also find it really interesting. They, they have two different styles... Uh, like difficulty styles for the game, um, which they call standard and alternative. Okay. And I don't remember exactly how they both work, but basically like with standard, all of the enemies, um, I think all of the enemies on standard basically match themselves to your level, like FF8 style. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's, cause it's a, it's Metroidvania style, but it's, it's actually more, castlevania style where there is a ton of stuff uh there's a ton of stuff in the environment that is just like life up attack up like just straight stat upgrades right that are all just hidden around the environment and they're all completely optional okay so the game expects you to go around and find a bunch of those but you don't have to you can just beeline straight to the bosses but you don't level up with actual you don't level up with... There's not experience and stuff? Yeah, there's, you don't level up with XP. You level up by finding those stat upgrades. Sure. Are they annoying to find? Like, cause I know that's kind of one of your gripes about a lot of Metroidvanias is the if when it's invisible, hidden... See, I don't mind that for optional items, actually. Like, oh, okay. When I, when I talk about that in, in like, Metroid, where it's like... Yeah. You know, I hate having the invisible wall. There is a there is a an aspect of that where I'm like, you know, it's annoying once I see it there because it's like, oh, God, like my OCD now is going to like cause me to have to. I don't want to have to go through the entire game punching every single wall that I ever see. Right. Because I'm not sure if there could be something behind it. That kind of (laughs) sucks. Yeah. But. If the only thing behind it is just like optional items and then it doesn't matter if I it doesn't actually matter if I if I um, if, if I actually get those things or not. Right. Then it's like, OK, well, you know, if you if you're going to hide some optional items and then it's just like a little, you know, it's a little treat if you uh, if you check the right spot and you get the you get a nice little thing there. I don't mind okay. that. That's totally fine. Oh, okay. um, what I what really bothers me is that Metroid doesn't hide like optional little treats 
they hide sometimes it's actual progress or like yeah like that's just the way you're supposed to go so rabbit ruby doesn't do that at all the uh the actual like the path to where you're actually intended to go in the game is Mm -hmm. usually like incredibly linear oh all right um to the point where like it's sometimes it's hard not to do (laughs) (laughs) like i i had multiple times in the game where i was like oh whoops I I just walked into the boss room. I I accidentally found progress. Okay. <laughs> um and that that was that was great. I was like, cool. I'm I'm super glad I I'm super glad I I did that. I I we're here now. Great. Um Yeah, so you know, it's like find... it's always that thing where I'm I'm trying to like find where the like I want to do critical path last. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And it's like, yeah, let, yeah. Me, let me find wanna... all of the treasures in here first and all the secret areas and, yeah. you know, and then go to the actual boss fight, um, go to the actual boss fight last. Yeah, it's and... how I tend to, like, explore RPG dungeons and yeah, things exactly. like that, where I, I try to go the wrong way first if I, right. if I, if I can. Because there's the, like, one way is the way that has the boss and the other way is the way that has treasure. Yeah. And you I, want I the like treasure. treasure. Yeah, exactly treasure will make the boss easier yeah and i and then i can collect the treasure so i don't use it yes if exactly it's like a if a consumable item or whatever that's why would that's I... the other really great thing about rabbi ruby most of those items are are not consumable they're passive <laughs> yeah yeah that's 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 what i so like so you have to I like use nice, them i like a nice passive buff yeah i don't have to think about it yeah it's just hp up mp up attack up they just stay up they're just yep. always up it's great so like yeah, that stuff that stuff is all fun. That stuff is all that stuff is all super great. Um the the story and the the character design is cute. It's just sometimes it runs the gamut from like cloyingly cute to like exploitative. Sure. And you know, not a big fan of either of those. <laughs> um but there are a couple of characters in there that I that I legitimately was like I legitimately was like, oh, oh, I actually really <laughs> like them. That's actually super cute. <laughs> I will I will send. I think I've sent you a I think I've sent you a picture of one at some point. But like, uh, it's possible. I don't remember. I, I'm going to send it to you in discord. So we'll just see. So these two are you fight both of them and their sisters and you find them in the snow area. Oh, yeah, that's that. that that's a that's a that's a that's a, a cute anime uh, yeah <laughs> yeah yeah exactly and they're they they're in their little they're in their little parkas and the parkas have like bear ears and they attack with like these they attack with these fun little snowflake patterns and i'm like oh this is great i like this yeah so there, there's a couple of character designs in there where i'm like i legitimately like this i'm i'm super on board with this and then there are others that are like oh god what are you doing <laughs> <laughs> so i like i don't know that i could like wholeheartedly recommend rabbi ribby just because there are so many like sort of questionable aspects of it but it like if i mean you know what you're getting into right away if you know what you're getting yourself into and you're okay with some with some dumb sort of creepy anime bullshit but you want a really cool platformer bullet hell type of game um, that is really, I, I 
can't think of anything else that really is quite like it. I think it's a, I think it's a fairly unique experience. Like it's obviously like it's Metroidvania and you know, it's also like a so there's Metroidvania, there's like super difficult boss battles, there's the bullet hell aspect, there's platforming, but I don't know that I've seen all all of those aspects come together in a single experience as well as this does. Um and yeah, that's why I, it seemed interesting to me when I saw it is that I had never Yeah. I, I I've never seen, seen something like it. I've never seen bullet hell executed in a in like a, a 2D platformer like actual grounded 2d platformer type of sense and it's it's very fun i like it a lot cool and i the ending was as confusing as the rest of the game was excellent but sometimes that's just how it goes in in a in anime storylines it sure does <laughs> it's a lot of like so there's a there's a pseudo sort of save the world plot going on and you kind of wrap that up and then the last chapter appears to be like a romantic storyline. Okay. And it's a, you know, but it's one of those things where it's like, okay, is this actual romance or is this one of those things where like one of you is taught, one of you is clearly infatuated. Right. One of you is clearly has romantic feelings. The other one might be the type of person who's like, I love you too. And I love her too. And I love everyone because they don't get it. Yeah. And they keep and saying and things nine. that are, that have <laughs> like, they, they keep saying things in innocence that have romantic implications. Like I want to be with you, but like not understanding what that actually means to some, to like someone who has, actual understanding of that yeah yeah but it's also like oh this is a character who like you're trying to sell me on the idea that this is an established relationship but these two have barely actually ever talked before i mean that just sounds like anime yep it's like every time you see her like three or four games or three or four times throughout the game and every time you do she's like she basically says she basically says nothing and she's like, oh, I can't do this. And then she runs away. And it's because, you know, shy and also crush and all of that stuff. Right, right. Um, But then by the end of it, it's like they I feel like they're trying to sell me on the idea that it's like an actual mutual love. But mm. it's like the only interaction they've ever had is high. And then the other and then the girl running away. <laughs> So it's like I'm I'm very confused about what it is that I'm supposed to be feeling here. Yeah. But then I just chalked it up as like that's basically what the rest of the game has been like too. So whatever. The boss fights are great. The designs are pretty. It's super fun to play. The exploration is is rewarding. Honestly, I think if you played it through on speedrun mode, like not to actually speedrun it but presuming that speedrun mode like skips all of the story beats. Yeah. It might actually be a better experience. Oh, okay. Overall, like literally, cause like you get a sense of who all the characters are, but all of the characters are basically throwaway and all of the jokes and gags are just like very 2005 slice of life anime. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. And it, 
So it's, you know, it's th- fine. It's, it's mostly inoffensive, but it doesn't do anything to really add to the experience for me. Yeah. But I had so much, I had so much fun just playing through the game as it was that I didn't really care. Yeah. I, I don't I- anime. I don't know exactly how it happened, but anime gets a weird past for a lot of people when it comes to the age of people. Yeah, it sure does. And what is happening. It sure does. <laughs> uh, it sure does. I like, and I'm, I'm guilty of that in the past as well. And I think a lot of it is just like, um, you know, they, first of all, they mess around a lot with the, you know, the actual age versus the apparent age of characters. Yeah. Where it's like, you're clearly 10, but, you know, because Another of 19. some magic bullshit, you're now 8,000. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. True, true, true. Or the, like... The ancient mystic that's... Yeah. That looks like 10 years old, but then has weird, sometimes uh, adult feelings about things. Right. And, and then you're sort of like, well, okay. <laughs> it's like, you can say that, but I know what I'm looking at. Yeah. And like, and the worst is like, you look 10 and you act 10 and you have, you have a voice that sounds 10 and you know, everything about you appears to be small child, except for the situations that you find yourself in because anime and like, what is happening? Stop it. Yeah. That whole aspect of anime could definitely just disappear as far as I'm concerned. It absolutely could. It absolutely I, could, and nobody I've of importance would complain. I mean, people can complain; that's fine. I of just, importance. I, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I guess I just, I just, I don't know if like, it's right honestly, or wrong. Or the people, I'm not even. I look at it like the people who actually would complain are telling on themselves. <laughs> like, yeah, and and I don't. I'm not even speaking from like a this is morally wrong or bad or anything. I just purely mean, for me. I've never been into it. I don't. Right. It's not for. It's definitely not something that I've. Well, it it found is morally bad, but it's also just not fun. Like it's not. It's not an enjoyable aspect of that medium. Yeah. Like it does. It does nothing for me in any way. Well, and, I and, will say in Rabbi Ribby's defense, somewhat like not condoning. It's you know. Yeah. 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 It's um. What's the word I'm looking for here? The presentation of characters such as mm-hmm. it is. Um, that's, you know, there, there's no there's no standing up for that. However, um, they do generally refrain from taking those characters who are designed in that somewhat exploitative way. And, yeah. you know, sometimes they can put them in situations where, you know, there's exposure or they become covered in things that look like other things. Yes. You know, they sidestep that stuff. Oh, okay. I mean, so that's it's honestly pretty good. The, they don't go super, they don't go super hard into like as exploitative of stuff as they, as they could. It's really just like, this is how the character is, is designed. And honestly, the, um, the overall, dialogue and and like actual presentation through dialogue is fairly wholesome they're all just they're all just friends being nice to each other oh that's nice aside from the 
Aside from the occasional, like, talking about whose boobs are bigger. I mean, that's just Japan, I guess. I There's, there's one particular, like, there's one particular couple of friends where, like, one of them's really busty and the other one's really not. And it, you know, it comes up, like, one time. Sure. They make a little joke about it and then they move on. And it's like, fine, I guess you had to get one in. But, but it's generally, like, they even though the designs themselves are questionable, they don't really lean into it. So it's, it's easy enough to just, it's easy enough to just ignore. Okay. And again, the gameplay carries it. It's worth it for that. If you can look past some, if you can look past some, some questionable character designs, um, it's a very, very fun game that I liked a lot. That's awesome. So that should be coming out on, uh, youtube.com slash time wanderer in well i mean they're they're coming out every monday wednesday and friday the actual finale episode should be out uh i'm still cutting them but i'm thinking in probably well as of the time of publication probably sometime within a week of this episode i would guess nice that's pretty soon yeah it's 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 not as far out as a lot of the other series that i'm doing because i've been like recording them as they as they go up there's been a lot of instances where I'll actually record an episode like a day or two before it needs to be published, <laughs> which is which <laughs> that is moment of oh, God, I don't it have a anything. lot closer <laughs> than I'd like. But, you know, it's it's worked out. I've only had to like the only time that I had to skip a day was after Extra Life. And I just published the um, I published the the crossover randomizer. I'd like just the whole stream. Oh, yeah. And it's entire. That, oh, that was cool. And I wanted to put that up anyway, so it worked out. So I, I put, mean, yeah, I so put did, that up on, on Monday in place of Rabby Ribby and then went back to it the next day. You didn't actually skip anything, okay? It's just you didn't you you had to time it that way. That's yeah, just that's, how that's it what it was. It's yep. not that I didn't have any episodes available. No, not at all. <laughs> so I've been um playing Dragon Quest uh eleven S. Definitive edition, whatever okay. the, the PlayStation one. I got it super cheap. It's the one that you have on Switch that I know you're going to play one day because I totally rigged that poll and you were supposed to play it a year ago. I sure was supposed to play it a long time ago. I still have that poll bookmarked on my. Uh, I have a bookmarked on my browser right now. Yeah, well, it's going to get bookmarked right into your stream because you're a man of your word. I know, so you'll totally play it. I literally said when I, okay, so I literally said when I, uh, <laughs> when I put this poll out, like, I'm not necessarily guaranteeing that I'm going to do any of these things, but I want to get a sense of where everyone's, convenient, where everyone's convenient. Standing. Um, but also I have, I'm, I had like four or no, sorry. I had like six different things on this poll. Um, I have played four of them. Yeah. That all didn't win. None of which that even that none of which that even got half the votes. Well, to be fair, half the votes were me. That's just true. Putting, just make wanting you to play Dragon Quest. <laughs> like the the one that got uh, the one that got the least number of votes is a bunch of different randomizers, and I've probably played more randomizers since I did this poll than anything. <laughs> yeah, I think that. So yeah, that's probably know. accurate. You know, it's in my defense, one of the things that really one of the things that really blew up the uh, that really blew up the poll and, and made that a lot harder to do 
is the fact that I ended up with like a hundred different game requests from people. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, I know. Which are only, there are eight left. I mean, that's still a lot of actual requests. It is. It is, but it's also like so much less than it was before. <laughs> and they're yeah, all just have... single stream requests. There aren't any more like full game requests for the podcast. <laughs> no more 40 hour RPGs. No more 40 hour RPGs. So I, uh, well, there are 40 hour RPGs, but they're single stream requests. So they're going to be four hours of a 40 hour RPG. <laughs> which, 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 uh, games? I need to play, uh, Skies of Arcadia. That we should do a full. That game's so cool. And uh, Lunar, Silver Star Story. That's a good game. Yeah, I've played both of those. I have them. They're both games that I've heard good things about. It's just a matter of like, do I want to make time for this RPG or do I want to play Dragon Quest XI or do I want to do Disco Elysium or do I want to do La Mulana 2? And the answer is yes to all of those. But, you know. I can't Skies play of Arcadia, all of those at the same time. I wonder how well that's aged because I loved it when it came out, but I wonder if it would be slow now because some of the, some of like, like half of the game are like airship battles and I remember them being kind of slow paced and I don't mm. know, at the time it didn't bother me, but I'm wondering how I would feel today if yeah. they were to, if I were to boot it up. I mean, that's, you know. That's kind of the entire nature of what this podcast is about, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. how would this game be today? How is this game today? Yeah, but after four hours, it's not nearly enough time for that it's game true. in particular. Because the second half of the game is some really cool stuff happens. And that's when you're like, oh, wow, there's this whole part of the game that hasn't been touched yet. Mm. Um, so it's... I like you, that. It's really, really... It's one of those RPGs that's impossible to gauge after a few hours whereas there's some that's like yeah nothing changes in terms of the gameplay the story of course ramps up but Mm -hmm. if that's if that doesn't interest you right away you probably won't care in 20 hours either right yeah because if an r if that when an rpg's defense is oh you have to get into it for 15 hours before it's worth playing i'm sort of that's what everyone said about final fantasy 13 it's (laughs) like oh it really opens up after 25 hours it's like (laughs) opens up or ends yeah, actually, like... it does end. <laughs> That's what they're talking about. They're like, you'll be so excited. It's all over. <laughs> That's actually what they meant. 13 is such a weird, like, it's, Final Fantasy took such a weird dive right around that era. I mean, I've I've complained about it before. That 10 did the exact same thing 13 did. It's just that it was the first one to have voice acting and had, had better yeah. presentation in other areas. Mm-hmm. But having just played through 10 this summer, like 100%ing it, and... Then ten two. I'm very confident in saying that they ten all of the all of the problems of thirteen are present in ten. It's just that ten had a better story. Yeah, which is a big part of an RPG. I realize it's a that, very but, big part. Yeah, but nobody people didn't actually complain that much about the story in thirteen. Mostly they complained about the the corridor simulator, and it's like, well, ten did yeah. that. <laughs> well, I think people. I I, I think that um, I heard a lot of people have some things to say about the characters yeah yeah that's that's true the the cast of characters is not as likable as in past uh as in past iterations yeah and the at least 10 had pseudo towns and things kind of yeah um where where you got to like go to a town and there was the side quests are way better Mm. in 10 like like the i mean they were way worse but at least there was more of them and by way worse i mean 
for RPG standards, 10 has some of the most atrocious side quests you can possibly do just because like of poor controls. Like they try to do a whole ton of weird things in 10 and I, some of them uh, just suck. I, I don't remember if it's 10 or 10 too, but I will always remember dodging a hundred lightning strikes. Yeah. 200. I think if I remember correctly, Is it 200? it's a stupid number of lightning strikes to dodge. It's way too many when like you could have, it's a, it's, you could it's reasonably like, have done like 20. If you had, if they had wanted, if you know, if they did fifty or something like that, that would have been already an enormous number for people to dodge uh, yeah. without doing like a dumb mechanic. Because pretty much the only way to do it is to automatically trigger a lightning bolt to proc by stepping on one specific space. Because if you just stand outside waiting for them, your your the amount of concentration you need to have is so immense, and it would take so much longer. It would yeah. it would be rough not to have some kind of help in terms of oh i'm going to make it spawn now so you can kind of get into a rhythm of pressing the button and even then it's still kind of hard mm -hmm. i don't think i ever did it so but i i remember trying and getting like you know 15 minutes into it and being like boy i don't know what this is but it's not worth it <laughs> yeah when I, that's that's exactly what i did when i played on the ps2 but then since i was just i was like i'm gonna do everything in the game why not and i did and actually i didn't do everything because i didn't collect Kimari had like a butterfly catching thing mm. and the very last one you have to do was too annoying where I, I was just I'm done I, I've, I've done I've done everything else I dodged birds and collected little things on a chocobo and I think beach balls I don't remember what else flies it was it was, it was miserable I, actually I tried got really, really really yeah I, I remember the game you're talking about and I remember doing a bunch of that stuff because I wanted to I didn't want to necessarily do like 100% but I did want to get all the summons and then I realized that I didn't there's the one temple in that one, like, yeah, the sort of holy capital town yeah. that you're banned from in the later part of the game. You can you can you get back to it. You can get back to it at some point. I don't remember how, but nothing's technically missable. That's not what I read at the time. Maybe I'm wrong then. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm I, maybe. Oh, maybe. Maybe the PS2 version is missable then. And maybe they changed it. They in the, may have the... fixed it in the remake. That's very possible. Because I, I, I did play it on PS2, and um, yeah, it was, I remember going through a walkthrough and being like, how do you get the Mega Sisters? And it was like, you have to get all of the, you have to get all of the things yeah. from all of the, all the special things from all the temples, which by, lo which by the way, the temple's not a great aspect of, of Oh, 10. no, they're not. They're, they're just very, I don't know, they're simple and not fun. Yeah. Um but yeah, the it's it's the puzzle design just isn't good. Mm -hmm. It's not fun. It's very just like pick thing Try up, it. put things down, just waste a bunch of time. You can oh, only yeah. pick up one thing at a time, so figure out where to put it down while you pick up this other thing. Yeah, when when the puzzle is uh the, when the, the main puzzle mechanic is you can only carry one thing at a time, it's sort of like yeah, that's Yep. That's not the best. That's not like not not the basis for good puzzles. Yeah. Unless unless there's a reason like I'm sure you could make an, a fun and interesting puzzle based around that concept. But most of the time, that's pretty bad, especially in an RPG that's not known for, you know, having amazing puzzles, because I don't think RPGs typically have good puzzles. Like a lot of times RPG puzzles are. It, it's, I don't know. They're it's sometimes block, very it's block pushing. It's the, the block pushing puzzle, the ice sliding puzzle. Yeah, the uh, you know, 
there there's a couple of archetypes where it's just like oh yeah we're doing this now mm-hmm. um lufia too is actually very good about its puzzles that's that's what i was i was actually, I was actually to say. very like, well, impressed maybe lufia too gets is is sort of the it's definitely like, an outlier yeah and i i know i didn't play it but i watched your like some of your playthrough and it's like oh these puzzles actually seem pretty neat yeah they were fun they were they were legitimately good um but yeah tens are are very mailed in they are they are not good uh but dragon quest 11 man i played that when it first came out on on ps4 and uh i think it was 2018 and okay. i loved it but i played it in 3d because that's all that was available in America oh so you're TV. doing the sprite version now yeah how is it's that so cool it's 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 really nice if you want to play an old an old rpg right because it's got random battles and stuff where yeah, yeah, the yeah. new one is all uh you can see the monsters on the screen. I think if you're playing through the first time, you definitely should play the 3D one. Mm-hmm. Be- I think it's a yeah, yeah. better I, overall when game. When I play it, and I'm I'm going to, you know, I'm going to put myself out and say when, not if. <laughs> um, we'll see how that goes. Um, I, I am planning to play, like, I feel like the, the sprite-based version is super fun, and I, that's super cool that they have that in the game, because it's basically like, hey, do you want to play through this game's story? But in a you know in a classic rpg style it's like yeah that's like that's a whole different game i feel like yeah it is um yeah but i want to play the you know the actual new game that you all worked on that's well, that's it's, what it's i really feel. good i feel like that deserves the the spotlight here it's it's well and since you're playing at the switch version it actually has some segments that are more or less just fan service for people that have played dragon quest games where you do some weird time travel thing that's not part of the main story mm-hmm. and you go back to old dragon quest games and fix some stuff that's before good. like the character in that game would have done it so it's like hey look at this person's actually been influencing all dragon quest games forever blah blah yeah blah. yeah yeah and that was only added so that was in the 3ds version but was not part of the um the original ps4 version interesting yeah the 3ds version i think in some ways it's almost still the best version because they changed how the sprites look when you're in those old dragon quest games based on the console that they were originally on whereas the 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 version that you have and the one that i'm playing on ps4 Mm -hmm. it just uses the same standard sprite look for that's as part of the whole rest of the game i see so it's in some ways that's the best version but it was never released outside of japan Mm, of course (laughs) <laughs> to, to be fair the 3ds was kind of dead by 2018 that is true so it's it's the 3ds practically died like the day the the switch came out yeah it did more or less it's especially in outside of japan where you know there's, yeah there's less of a market for handhelds uh, for handhelds and stuff you know yep it's hard to say that now only because of the success of the switch but it was so, so maybe it's that there's only a mu- enough market for a single handheld. <laughs> yeah, I mean, cause, yeah, because in, in a lot of ways, the Switch effectively is doing the job of a handheld. But I feel like a big part of the reason that they made the Switch the way that they did in the first place is because they, you know, they have their home console and they have their handheld console. And the handheld console has always been bank for them. Always, no. always. Um it prints money and you know some of their home consoles have been amazing but like the switch the switch and the wii are the only ones that have really been like big money makers 
yeah outside of the like since basically like the the snes and even that relative to how much money they're making now is nothing yeah no, like I, the big just because the whole of... market was smaller at that time of course but in terms yeah. of like market share you know yeah in terms of market share like they haven't been like at or near the top since the 90s other than with the wii and the switch and it's arguable whether you can even say that they're like whether you can even compare their market share because they're doing a completely different thing from the other consoles on the market. Mm-hmm. So they've kind of carved out their own niche. But I feel yeah, like a big part of Nintendo. the... Yeah, exactly. I feel like <laughs> the whole big reason behind the Switch is like, we've got these two different sets of development for like handheld and home console. And the handheld is always really good. And the home console thing is sometimes good. But we've got development studios working on one or the other and Let's do what both. if we, what if we just made it both yeah i mean it's clearly the right move <laughs> it <laughs> seems to be working out quite well for them yeah i am i'm i'm really curious to see what happens in like five years or like even just with the next console yeah right? i, like I feel the... like with the with with the we've talked about this before but like with the the ps5 and the and the new xbox out um i feel like we're we they've got to do something in like the next year or two yeah at the very least they'll announce something yeah at the eventually games are going to get to the point where it becomes a chore to uh to port to the switch because it's so much further behind everything else yeah that people are going to just stop doing it They'll stop doing it, and people. It, there will become a point where graphics become an issue for some people, mm-hmm. right? Sure. Um, you know what's funny is somebody was complaining about a game, and they're like, "This game looks right. It's right." I God, I wish I could think of what it was now. Shoot, um, it was a recent game, and they're like, "Man, this looks just like a. This is right out of the the PS2, maybe PS3 era." And and they were complaining about. I was like, I don't think you can. You can't say that the PS2 and the PS3 look the same. So that's already a a confusing sentiment to have. Where right. it's like one or the other. It's like, what do you mean one or the other? <laughs> They're not the same thing. Yeah. So it's 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 funny how with time people just kind of smash all of the old. Uh, it's like, oh, it was a 3D game. So PS2 and PS3 have the same graphics. So this game looks ugly. It must be oh god, it looks like a PS2 game or something. You know what I mean? It's yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. just kind of comical to uh to to hear or listen to someone sort of talk that way about older games when you remember what they were. It's like I'm I'm literally playing a PS3 game right now. I can tell you what it looks like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> your your memory is uh it's a little off. It was like when people were saying how games used to be so much cheaper. It's like god, yeah. games have only increased in price. Like I don't think you were buying games then. Because games have not, if anything, games have gotten way cheaper. I I think what happened is like not, this is before the bump. I I would say my that was kind of before the before the, the seventy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's where you're. I mean, but seventy dollars today is probably still technically cheaper. It's actually definitely cheaper than if you're $60. if you're going with the uh, if you're going with the um what do you call it the the like inflation, inflation argument. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, there's also like. Game prices are There's consistent more now. True. I mean, like, yeah, they're mostly Steam, consistent. Steam gave gave us the like game sale culture. Yeah. Of like, you know, 
this is how much the game costs and this is you know you getting it 70 percent off you know six months later yeah so like the game the game price doesn't hurt as much as it used to sure um but also like yeah most games some you know 20 years ago 25 years ago were probably 50 yeah well i would would say in general like 64 games were always $60, I want to say, to start, except for some that were weirdly priced. Like, I remember War Gods was 120 for whatever. So that's reason. what I, that's what I'm saying. Like, there there were always a couple of games that would come out at this, like, wildly high MSRP. Yeah. And I and don't know what the reasoning was. There was no, yeah, there was no obvious reason for why it was like that. It just was. I think mm-hmm. Fantasy Star 4 was like $90 or something like that. <laughs> so like you don't get as much of that anymore but you do get a version of it which is the season pass the season pass yeah or the the extreme edition that includes yep part well now they're doing now now they're the first time i saw a season pass they're like oh we have the second season pass i was like okay it was for a fighting game and i was like fine they, sure. they, they're making an extra fifty or five or six characters, yeah. whatever. They don't want to give it all away in one season pass. But then other games started doing it too. Like I think Assassin's Creed, the mm-hmm. the new Viking one, has like season pass part two, and and that's you don't need two season passes if you're in a franchise that puts out a game every year. To be fair, they're not. They didn't release one this year, so I suppose that maybe that's their excuse. I don't. I know. think I think they they switched Assassin's Creed to like every two years. Ah, okay. That makes sense, I guess. And I don't think they're calling it every two years, but I think it's been roughly every two years. Right. Yeah, I mean, they didn't... Because Valhalla, I think, came out last year. Yeah, it did. I mean, I'm pretty sure they 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 never actually said Assassin's Creed was a yearly series. They exactly. did. They didn't announce it that way. It just kind of worked out that way. Yeah, but it was. There, there's. It absolutely was, right? Yeah. Like, you can't... It came out every year... Even if <laughs> even if it's not a year, because they don't even say Call of Duty is actually like a yearly series. It just, you yeah. know, it is. You just know there's going to be one coming out in October, or November of each year, because yeah. that's just what happens. Yeah, it makes it's, way too much money not to. Yeah, it, it it comes out on it comes out on a similar schedule to like a sports franchise. Mm-hmm. And those yeah. actually are annualized because they have the year on the box. Yep. Yeah. And they come out on basically the same schedule. They just like it. It's not they might as well just start calling it like Call of Duty 22. (laughs) Oh, my God, you're right. Because like that's basically like they're eventually going to run out of ways to like combine the words like war and battle and modern and fighter. And what's this one? No, didn't they go back? They went backwards this year. Isn't it Vanguard or something? I is this I don't know. Is this the one with Ronald Reagan or was that last year? I don't know. There was one that's like about the campaign is about the Cold War and they have like. No, no. The, the Cold War was last year. I'm pretty sure. OK. Yeah. I mean, I, I remember that. I, I mean, it, like it. case in point, I literally can't keep them all like I can't <laughs> even keep them all straight in my head. <laughs> you got. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I want to say this one's called Vanguard this year. And I remember that the sounds box art right. like a person with a bayonetta or something but i don't i actually don't know i really have no idea what i haven't played one in a long time i mean we talked about that before but so so to to bring it all the way back to to dragon quest 11 yes the 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 playing it in 2d mode is really fun because Mm -hmm. i'm like oh i remember this part oh yeah that's neat i remember this and it's just seeing it as a different art style is really fun 
it's I, I don't know. I'm enjoying it a lot. I'm, I'm pretty early in the game. Still, I, but it's I also imagine. Like a, did you play through? You said you played through the whole thing in 3D first, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like three years ago or whenever it okay. came out. So I feel like seeing it in sort of like a demake style where you like, you know what happens in that scene. But now you're seeing like the sort of eight bit demake version of that scene. Yeah. Is super cool. It's very fun. I enjoy it a lot. I'm I'm happy to have. I mean, I got it for like five or ten dollars or something i don't know it was during some black friday sale um it was really really cheap it was like the physical copy which i don't usually buy but it was so low and i was like yeah all right i will definitely buy this yeah um i'm just happy to be playing it it's it's fun it's a good it's a good it's a good time to play again but i i (laughs) i'm also a sucker for jrpgs and i haven't played one in a while so I there there is that I'm most slightly biased I guess sure but like I mean there's nothing wrong with just being like I like this style of game and I want to play one I think mm-hmm. that's yeah. perfectly reasonable oh yeah you know I'm not tr- trying to justify it it's more of just a if you're listening to this and like oh god I want to play a JRPG it's like well I don't know you should you should shop around a little bit just there may be one sure. that's better I have no idea this one just uh, it hit all the right JRPG notes for me when I played it the first time and I was like yeah I want to I want to I want to do it again. I want to see what's what's different and experience the like the changed content. It's also like yeah. a hundred hour video game, though. So, yeah, <laughs> I hear it's very, very beefy. Yeah. Um, the, when when I played through it the first time, I got to a point I was like, oh, I must be at the end. It's like, oh, no, you've got another 15 or so hours. Like, what the hell? How, <laughs> it's like, how is that possible? <laughs> yeah, like, what what's happening? Because I was I was so sure I was done. And then it's like, nah, you're you're you might only be a third of the way through. <laughs> yeah that's depending on how you feel about the game like sometimes that can be um oh that's really exciting and sometimes it's really demoralizing i was yeah well i was at the time when the first one came out i was really really into collecting trophies and i was kind of at that point was like yeah i'm sort of done with this game i want to move on to what i'm playing next Mm -hmm. and when i saw that it was that there's that much left a part of me was like oh freaking god are you serious i'm I'm done i want to i want to get more trophies in a different game and then i just came back to it a day later i was like oh man i'm i'm really happy i just calmed down and was like oh yeah this game's fun to play <laughs> let's just enjoy the ride yeah and yeah, then yeah. i was happy but I, I know what you mean where where you can just be at that point of a game experience where you're you're over it and you're ready mm-hmm. to, to move on but then there's more and you feel sort of obligated to finish it and you're kind of like all right, I guess I'll see what it's at. And then you kind of just grit your teeth and, and yep. bear it the whole time. And and, and then like amplify that feeling by like a hundred when you're streaming. Yep. And yeah. you're like, and, and all of a sudden you're like, you're not just finishing it because you want to, but because you feel like it's an expectation because everyone else wants it to. <laughs> and realistically, like they don't care, but like they, everyone has told me a million times, like play whatever you want to play. We're here just to hang out with you. It's fine yeah but like you know i still i still start (laughs) games on stream with the intention of like with the intention of like yeah we're gonna finish this we want to see the whole thing and we're gonna play it all together um and you know (laughs) sometimes it works out sometimes sometimes it doesn't doesn't. or sometimes it does but it's not worth it (laughs) (laughs) you know it's like I'm starting to like, well, it's not worth it from a from a stream content perspective, not from a ah, just like playing right. the game perspective. 
Um, like I'm having a great time with lost judgment, but like, I'm pretty sure everyone else is tired of it <laughs> because I've spent like so much time with it. It's, it's funny. Cause I, those streams, I just skip completely because there's a decent chance I'll play them at some point in my life. Sure. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm just not going to watch any of these. So when I see you streaming, I'm like, Hmm, won't be watching Dean tonight for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I'm a small portion of the, uh, of your viewership. So like my opinions on that are not important because I wouldn't be watching them anyway, since I really want to play it. Sure. Sure. But it's, it's one of those things where it's just dragged on for months and it's like, I have, I have done this in like the least optimal way possible because every, (laughs) every single thing that comes up, that's a non plot related thing. I got to do it. Like I've just, we're doing that for about five hours. <laughs> time to customize a motorcycle thing. Yep. <laughs> to play to play uh basically road rash. Basically road rash, yes. Uh time to uh time to learn boxing. Time to do like this weird like robot battles. Oh yeah, I did see thing. that actually. Yeah, I did I did see your the, the high school battle bot thing. Yeah. Um, that was pretty neat. What, what they, a cool all the, game, all the mini games are actually legitimately fun. Like, yeah, that's what I was going to say is how awesome to have a game that big where you're actually excited to do that much content. Because there's plenty yeah. of games that have a lot of side content that you're like, I'm never doing that. There's a lot of Yakuza games. Yeah, actually, most that of them. actually <laughs> that have a bunch of side content like that, where it's like, I don't care about that even a little bit. <laughs> I am I am absolutely not doing that. Um, there is one thing in particular that I'm thinking about, but you're not there yet, so I'm not going to tell you. Oh, I'm, I'm guessing it's one of the things in five. It I know, is one I know of the things in five. I am pretty sure you've talked about it before. I'm guessing it's the hunting thing. You yes, do. it is the hunting thing. Yeah, I figured and as they much make that you is the... do so much of it because, you know, like in every in every Yakuza game. Yeah, they, they make a, you have a taste of the side They give story. you a taste of the big mini game as part of the main story. Mm-hmm. That you just like, hey, this is here. Do it once, and then you can come back and do this anytime. This is what it's like. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, um, hunting game not fun. Five does that, but like instead of giving you like what they should do is have you go on like one hunt, and then open it up and say, hey, do more if you want. Yeah, and then let you just go do yakuza things. Instead, they stick you there for like five hours. Oh, that's a long time. I feel like I was there for like two full streams. Holy and not cow. because I was doing extra. Yeah, yeah you're, you're trying to just finish it, but I you was couldn't. Tr- literally trying to get out of there. <laughs> so like they, you just have to hang out there for a while. And like, honestly, it's a cool and very different experience. But just like the whole experience of doing the actual hunting is not fun. Like I'm, I am here to play Yakuza, not Cabela's. <laughs> and you were you were on a time crunch, too, which makes everything a little bit harder. Yeah. Well, that's yeah, that's partly why. Um, yeah, that's partly why I'm talking about um, like the, the stream pressure being a lot bigger when you when you have that feeling of like, I'm kind of done with this, but I need to finish it. Mm-hmm. It's it's a very. It's a very unfun experience. So I've been trying to mitigate that a little bit. Um, one thing that I've run into a lot lately is, is, um, 
I've completely lost my train of thought. Um, <laughs> one thing All I've right, that's a lot lately is is having a game take longer, like on the actual stream itself. Sure. Like I'm going to going into it and like, I'm going to finish this in this stream. And then it's about two hours longer than I expect. So I ended up taking me until like one 30 in the morning. And by the time <laughs> I hit about like 1230, I'm like, I hate this. I just want it to be over. <laughs> and that actually like sours my whole opinion of the game. Yeah. It's, it's one of those things where if the game was good though, you'll, you'll think about it later and be like, okay, it actually wasn't bad. I was just in a grumpy mood, but it can sometimes be like, Oh no, I, I, only have bad memories now. Yeah. I, I would imagine. So like Metroid Fusion is a game that I ultimately really liked and thought was very fun, but I put myself in that position of like, I want to finish this in this stream so that sure. we could do the podcast on it. And, um, and I, and I ended up staying up until like one in the morning and hit a couple of frustrating bosses. And I was just like, Oh my God, <laughs> it's the worst. Yeah, I had a similar, actually, I had a similar experience with Fusion because I was just, I was like, I can beat this in a day. And mm. then I, I, that's when I messaged you the one time being like, God, I hate this boss. <laughs> oh, yeah. There is a couple in there that are just super frustrating. I think everyone, I think everyone talks about Nightmare, but that one, like, that one, like, swinging robot boss is just badly designed. <laughs> it's just frustrating. I'm really happy I don't remember it off the top of my head <laughs> it's it's close to the very end of the game swinging robot oh you have, to, you have to swing oh the ground is all spikes and it's walking yeah, yeah. around on spikes and it shoots stuff up but you basically have to do the whole thing on the grapple beam so i remember we talked about that i do remember that now because it wasn't a bad experience for me because i found the spot oh yeah it's finding the, the spot actually is what makes that fight doable but like it took me several fights to find that spot yeah, I was very lucky that I just I found it and was sitting there like, oh, this is not too bad. And then I just pump like pumped him full of missiles or whatever. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, but, it's, but, it's a very, very specific location. Yeah, like that's pretty funny. I don't want to say it's pixel perfect, but it's no, I don't think it's pixel perfect, but it's it's definitely it's very if, precise without without finding the the that exact spot. You're going to have a bad time. Mm hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I, I I took extra care with that with Echo. Um, like I made sure to give myself a couple of streams to finish Echo the Dolphin because that's like, it's that five hour range, right? It's like four to five hours on how long to beat. And it's like, I can do that in one stream. I'll just go a little extra. And then it turns out to be six or seven. One stream of Echo the Dolphin, I would have pulled my hair out. Yeah. So I was very, I was very, very, uh, I was very careful to be like, we're going to play this and we're going to get a little ways into it. And then we're going to come back at it tomorrow and we'll, you know, we'll just take as much time as we need to finish it. And we're not going to worry about it, yeah. which incidentally, this is a good segue because I was going to do that with ActRaiser, but then I ended up finishing and I ended up finishing it in one sitting despite being ready to just like stop and do more the next day because I was just having fun with it. I mean, ActRaiser's I'm I'm very happy you, you had an enjoyable experience with ActRaiser because my memory of it was very positive. Yeah, it's uh, my experience with it. My experience with it with it was also positive. Um, would you would you like to take a sponsor break and then go into more detail? I do. I just want to say, how about that music, though? I, okay, yes. 
I did not realize that Yuzo Koshiro did the music for ActRaiser. Oh, you want you want you want to you want to raid down some streets? I like we had to create the streets first. <laughs> yeah, this game came out like a year early. Well, okay, we, we can talk to sponsors, I suppose. Okay, let's do that first, and then and then ActRaiser. <laughs> ActRaiser, though, I think the big thing about ActRaiser is that like it does a lot in a really short time period. Yeah, like it's it's a very short game, but it doesn't feel like a short game. Because you have two different games that both go into a fair amount of depth. And it feels like playing either of them should take longer than about five hours, but it doesn't. (laughs) So, like, you end up with two, you end up basically with two short games, but neither of them actually feel short. And I don't know if it's because the, the way that it paces things, like back and forth between the city building and the platforming, or if it's or, or like or if it's just because like the levels are the, the platforming levels are fairly short, but like they you go through them fairly quickly and they're varied. So it doesn't it feels like there's a lot of it. It mm-hmm. just it's it's so wild to me that this game feels like there is so much more to it than there actually is. Yeah, it's and I think it's better for it. I don't know how Quintet managed to make this a launch title for the Super Famicom. Was it a launch pull- title, really? I mean, like a month. Mm. Like the Super Nintendo came out, I want to say it was November of 1990, and this came out in December of the same year. So it's basically a launch title. Okay, yeah, close enough. It's, it's I, I mean, like a month is pretty much <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, like, like we're, we're getting real close to launch it's certainly launch window almost a launch title i've always I mean, i've always thought of the i've always thought of like in the most technical sense a launch title is a game that is out the same day as the the same right. day no, as the console you, you are correct if you if you were to if you so are like, thinking about it that way that is absolutely the correct i believe that is i'm stretching the the word just to make it sound more impactful so like the so like the switch came out in March. I, I remember yeah. this because it came out on my birthday. And Breath of the Wild came out on on March third mm-hmm. on my birthday. Mm-hmm. In uh, I want to say twenty sixteen. Or maybe no, maybe 17. 17. 17. 17. Um so that came out on that came out in March, and I remember ARMS came out in April. Yeah. It was like there it was like the first big first party um like new ip was it april it was like april or may it was it was like within a month or two of the of the game coming out it was like the first big new switch game exclusive Mm, i think it was way later than that i really do i can look it up i'm curious i'm looking it up now oh i guess it wasn't that much there was a june okay I, i mean june is june once you're like three months out i think that's a little bit further away i might be thinking of something else but either way Sorry, I it didn't was, mean to it derail your point. It was close to the launch of the console, <laughs> and I think that you could make the argument that it's basically, you know, somewhat the, sort of start part of the... Uh, it's in the launch window, I would yeah, say. Yeah, it's so. in the launch window. It's part of the original lineup, because even if it's not do, even if it's not out on the actual day of, it's still something that you know is coming. It's like, yeah. you know, it'll be here within a couple of weeks of the, of the, uh, the console's release. Mm-hmm. And that makes a that makes a big difference too. 
but regardless, um, yeah, it, regardless of the semantics of, uh, whether it's a launch window or not, um, or whether it's a launch title or not, the point is it came out super, super early in the SNES's lifestyle in the SNES's life cycle yeah. and is super ambitious for what that console is even able to handle. Yeah. And, and, and they somehow managed to pace it well. That's the wildest that, thing to me. I think the most impressive part of ActRaiser is how they managed to pace it. Because the actual mechanics of the, of the side-scrolling platformers are very basic. It's not If mm-hmm. that was the only game, it'd be like, meh. And yeah. if the only game was the overworld town-building stuff, it'd be pretty, eh. Yeah, like, that's, that, it's a I don't game understand. that is more than the sum of its parts. For Absolutely. It's, I don't, that's, that's why it's so impressive to me that it came out. I mean, I guess they had, they'd been making games for... S- several no that was quintet's first game i even think i i don't know i know of like act razor is quintet's very first game as a company i know of exactly i know of exactly five quintet games ironically (laughs) um and it's act razor act razor 2 and the soul blazer trilogy (laughs) okay yeah which is soul blazer illusion of gaia terranigma yeah those are quintet I mean, I games, and I know they have others, but those are the only ones that I've ever really known about. Those are those are their big ones for sure. Those, yeah, they, they, I would they say like so. a a jokey RPG, I think, on Super Nintendo about robots. Um, I want to say they had some Saturn games. One of them was technically the spiritual successor to Act Razor, but it's only so it's very strange. So Act Razor One mixes the two. Act Razor Two is like, no, let's get rid of all all of. Yeah, the... let's just do platforming. Yeah, and so then they made a game for the Saturn. The name is escaping me. Is it like, is it, ah, man, I wish I could think of what it was called. Um, pretty, uh, whatever. Maybe it's, is it Soul Crisis or Code something? I don't know. I can't think of what it, is. it doesn't really matter, but it's only the, it's only the world building sort of aspect of it. But oh, it's, it's, okay. But it's like you actually do some, I want to say you do some terraforming. I don't even know if there's an English patch for the game to play on your computer. Otherwise it's only in Japan hmm. and it's. Uh, I, I think you have to basically like kind of move a set of characters from one part of the the smallish map to the other part, and you can change the land shaping and stuff. Okay, it seemed yeah. interesting, and I would I would I would have liked to try it out, but I don't know if it's possible for us since neither of us. Well, I don't know how much Japanese you know, but I certainly don't know anywhere Not near enough. enough. And I don't. I absolutely one hundred percent know zero hiragana. <laughs> yeah, I I know. Or I'm not hiragana. Uh, I, I mean the kanji. kanji. Excuse me. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I figured like that's what you meant, but I didn't want to make a thing of it. Oh, it's fine. You feel free to correct me. I don't mind. Um, the yeah, I know enough Japanese to be able to like recognize a couple things that Yagami says in Lost Judgment. <laughs> yeah, and be like, oh, Mateo. that's a. You do the whole like you do the whole like oh that's a like I know what that phrase meant and the and the translation is slightly different than I would have expected for that. Sure. Um. So I can I can do stuff like that, but any so I can basically play through. I know enough Japanese to play through a game where the uh, text doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So as long as as long as so that's you, the case, we're fine. I feel like uh, that's a not game the like issue. this. I feel like the text is extremely important. <laughs> but it's it's so it's interesting that their very first game was what is what act razor ended up being because it's it's awesome i think it's, it's i think it's, it's so incredibly ambitious and the idea that like so you would expect a game where 
there are two distinctly different ideas at play. It just feels like they were in the uh, it feels like they were in the planning room and they just had an argument about what kind of game they wanted to make. And it was just like, screw it. We'll just make both. And then they were like, oh, yeah, that's a good idea. And and that should, by all accounts, be a terrible idea. It should have come <laughs> together like garbage. There is no reason that a side-scrolling Castlevania, like classic Castlevania-style platformer, should go should work together with like this weird SimCity-esque town management thing. Mm-mm. It doesn't make any. That's it makes so, no sense. But it's so good though. Because yeah, I played I played it in around around two, the year two thousand and. I didn't, I had heard that it was good, but I didn't know what it played like. And, you know, you start off with the side scrolling thing. You're like, okay, that's cool. And then it went to the world building thing. And I was just, what, what, what am I doing? This is crazy. And it just hooked me. I thought that was, I don't know. I just, I loved it. It's one of those weird games where I played it one time in chunks of somewhere between 10 and 15 minutes. Cause I was playing it in programming class when I had time in high school. Sure. Yeah. And I only played it the one time. That's it. And it's just stuck with me all these years as hey that was a really awesome memorable experience with great music mm-hmm. yeah yeah the music is very good and that was when when they announced the remake i was hyped i was like oh that's gonna be so good and and for, well so the usually graphics don't bother me too much but the graphics in the game in the remake are pretty because they're very cell phony but the biggest issue is not that it's it's sort of this weird pacing thing they do they the you know how you're the people are constantly calling you even in the super nintendo and like hey yeah, i yeah, got something yeah. to show you but it's fast it happens really <laughs> it's quick. like even at the end of the game you've gone through the entire game and they're just like they're just like asking you for shit nonstop, and it's like yeah. every time the angel's like i know this is unexpected but the uh, the people have something they want to say to you i'm like no i i really really expect it at this point <laughs> so somehow Seriously. that feels more jarring in the in the remake but worse than that is that there's this really dumb tower defense thing that they added to the overworld parts. i heard something about this yes and it's awful it's just awful there's no need for it i guess it adds more time that you're there but it's not fun it's slow and it's just a mess as far as I'm concerned. And it didn't need to be there because the base game, although it's very simple, I liked it. That's It was okay. It was somehow engaging enough where it was fun to watch them build the little roads. You get your houses, you kill the demons, then you go do the side-scrolling thing. It didn't need to be, you know, a 15-hour game. It's okay being a five-hour game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I understand why they would want to change that aspect of it because... The, one of the things that I noticed, as much as I like the town building aspect, once you kind of know what is expected of you, which is basically just like build a path to the build a path to the monster dens, uh, deal with the terrain and uh, and shoot the and, you know, do your little gauntlet style um, shooting of the of the monsters on the map. And that's that's the game. That's the whole oh, thing. I would be OK if they expanded upon the town building in a way that didn't feel like it was now another game yeah like well, I, the tower the thing defense is, part. i feel like the tower defense thing actually makes a lot of sense sure for like what that section of the for what that section of the game actually is mm-hmm. i get it i get why they went that direction with it because you are kind of doing a sort of pseudo tower defense type of thing even with the even with the game as it is normally mm-hmm. um, yeah you know just 
going around and it's just a, it's a more active tower defense where you're just like shoot the bats before they carry off the villagers or shoot the dragon before he like zaps the house and all that stuff like so i tower defense does seem like a a sort of like understandable natural evolution of that idea it just sounds like it was implemented poorly it was because it's its own segment too it's not part of the you still fly around and shoot the things and have them build stuff. And then it's like, oh, tower defense time. Then you go, then you oh. kind of do like a tower defense part. Uh, and they also added a story to each zone where there's like one super anime character that's, you know, discovering, oh, maybe I, maybe I am the chosen one. And then you, it's, it's, it, it's unimportant. Uh-huh. And I didn't care about any of it because they tried to add a story to every single zone, right? I see. Like it's not just Teddy being. Teddy gets lost, but then, Good there's like old a whole, Teddy. but then there's like a whole demon and there's, there's some, I guess they're adding depth because there's like a, I think that's the one that there was like a mage and she didn't believe in her own ability, but it turns out she should have all along. Yeah. And okay. like the, the, you know, the first one is the guy that's like, I don't, or one of them was the, I don't believe in God. Oh my God. I believe in God. Oh, I'm the chosen one. For it's this town. you. It's you. We work together or whatever. Yeah. Um, it was it was throwaway story that just added sure. extra time for every zone that you had to then click through the text. You can skip all of it, but I wanted to read it cause I, I bought it, but then I was annoyed cause like, I don't want to read this, but I feel obligated to <laughs> sort of like what we talked about before. Right. With Where, Rabbi Ribby. Yeah. This yeah. is exactly what I'm thinking of. So if I could just fast forward all of this or just not have it be there, I would have been much happier because I didn't care about the story and yeah, I really didn't care about the tower defense stuff. And I actually didn't finish the remake. I got to the fourth world and i was like i'm just i'm just kind of done i think i'm i think i'm done oh that's kind of too bad i mean like because the thing is like it's weird that i played this in this order because i played through the if i hadn't heard stuff about the remake Mm -hmm. um beforehand i would probably have finished the like original act razor and then been like wow that was really cool i'm really excited that there's a remake of this now that seems that's what it was when they announced it at the, the what, what did we say? I think it was the Switch, one of the directs. It was, like, it was one of the crap. Switch, yeah. And I bought it immediately because that was one of the ones released today. Oh, and yeah, so it was. It was that in Castlevania Advance Collection. Yeah. And so I bought the I bought the, the, the ActRaiser game right away. I was like, I don't care what it looks like. I'm so hyped to play ActRaiser again. This will be so fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. I it feel like but... that mentality, like, is about 50-50 for you. <laughs> what do you mean? The mentality of, like, oh, man, that I'm so hype about that. I'm totally sold on the hype. Let me oh, just, sure. like, get that, let me get that day one and just play it. And, like, half <laughs> the time, it's like, I'm really enjoying myself. And the other half of the time, it's like, I bought ActRaiser. Yeah, it's true. Which is why I tend to wait. And so my game purchasing goes oh god i want to play that game and then it comes out and it's like well i didn't buy it today if i don't buy it today i might as well wait for a sale yep it's either it's either day one or day 300 <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much nothing how, in between there's almost no in between for me because there's no way i'm paying full price for a game that came out a month ago yeah. unless it's nintendo because that doesn't that doesn't count uh, yeah, because uh, those games won't actually go down in price. Except they recently, <laughs> like, there is a bunch of stuff on sale for Switch right now. Yeah, it's like 20 or, bucks off or something. I don't know if it still is. I don't know how long the sale is. It was goes. Black Friday, I want to say, so yeah. it's probably over now. 
maybe it's if not if not now at the time of recording at least probably by the time this actually comes out yeah there's usually another nintendo sale of some sort if you don't mind buying actually both physical and digital because the stores you know depending on how that year's went i guess i don't know because some games never go on sale digitally but are on sale physically that's true yeah yeah like if you're actually on uh, if you're actually on the eShop chances are you're probably playing you're probably paying full price yeah unless you right get, i think the most they knock down like first party stuff is like 30 percent. yeah that's i mean that's pretty much the most you'll get for almost any nintendo first party game even, but even from... if you know if you go to like a target or something and they've got like the clearance shelf of like we've had this for four years and we don't need this many copies of it you can snag a you can snag a, a nice first party switch game for you know 30 bucks 20 bucks yeah which Once is still funny to say. You got to be lucky. Like, it's still funny to think that way, right? Because even like the flagship Sony games, you know, God of War, you can get it for five or ten dollars. Oh yeah, they just do the greatest hits collection. <laughs> yeah. And Nintendo's like, <laughs> are you kidding? We'll go bankrupt. We have to sell all our games at full price. I think Nintendo got really <laughs> skittish when they started seeing people like freaking out at like the Steam sales. And the the Steam sales and these steep discounts, and they're looking at it in terms of like, okay, so what is increasingly happening is people are realizing that they can wait for a Steam sale and get something 90% off and buy it for like $5. Yeah. And so it's making them not buy the game at the price that we want them to buy it for. So the solution to that is just don't ever mark it down. (laughs) Yeah, or only do it at one time of the year so then a bunch of people buy way more games than they probably would have right and so they end up spending the same amount of money anyways yeah and And when it comes to digital games that's perfectly fine for them since they don't even have there's like no extra cost yeah there's no yeah there's no stuff yeah there's no there's no material cost for selling it digitally you pay for the bandwidth which is a fraction of a penny per download well especially for like a, a company's you know set up with online services and stuff like that yeah when you're talking per gigabyte debatable <laughs> whether you can refer to nintendo as a company set up with online services but they well they they have an online presence. they have whether, a they have an e-shop whether technically whether the services are good or not is up to uh is up for debate for mm-hmm. sure fair enough Oh, you know, speaking of, I did, I know this has nothing to do with what we're talking about. Well, actually, none of this has to do with Actraiser anyways, but I did play through, uh, I got 120 stars again in Mario 64. I know I said I wouldn't, but I, I did. <laughs> you literally said on the podcast. I know. St- I when know. we were doing the tier list yes, last year, because we had a, we had a game, we had a category that was like, that was like, oh, this is a game that you would just play over and over at any time. And I was hesitant. And you to were put like, I don't know. There. I don't think I'd play Mario sixty four again. And I'm like, yeah. Yes, you will. I did. And not only did I play it again, I got all 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 the all the little shines. Little I feel stars. like there's like, like one more time. You know, <laughs> why wouldn't you? I don't. I I had the sixty four controller, and that I I don't know. It was a great time. It was a. It just so is always a great time. Like thanks. I think I specifically said during that podcast, it's like. You will play it again the next time Nintendo yep. re-releases it in some, like, you won't go back and play the actual 3D collection again. No. The the, the 3D remaster collection. You I won't will, do however, that. There's no reason to, you, there's no reason to do that, but it will come up again where it's like, hey, we're bringing this out again in some new format or something. Would and you'll you like be like, cool, Mario for, 64. Would you like to pay money for Mario 64 again? Yes, obviously. <laughs> 
So yeah, I So that happened. Yeah. That's fine. There's no harm in that. It's a good it's a good game that brings back good nostalgic feelings from our childhood and it it it's still fun to play. You know, yeah, it's it's something you can just pick up and have fun with for a couple of hours at any time. So that's cool. Yeah, and it was a uh, yeah, you know, Mario 64. So tell me what didn't you like about ActRaiser? All right, so I think it is I think it's important to point out that while I do, you know, while I do like the game, and I think it's I think it's a lot of fun. I don't necessarily think that it is actually good on a mechanical level. Yeah, that's fine. Um, I, I think the, that the, the, the side scrolling parts are pretty basic there. The side scrolling is clunky. The bosses run the gamut from like hilarious <laughs> to unfair. Yeah. Yeah. Especially the last boss rush where it's like, okay, I guess you gave me this life to just throw at them because they either like their, their rotations are faster than they should be or than they were the first time around. So it makes some of them seem actually impossible to dodge. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Actually, actually, actually (laughs) that the final boss rush is cut. The fact that they give you a boss rush with no healing. Now, granted, you can do it as many times as you want. You have three lives. And if you lose a life, you just start at the boss that you were on. So you basically have like three health bars. Yeah. So you could argue that's kind of like healing. That's fine. Um, However, the fact that they make you do that and all of the bosses may as well be completely different than they were the first time. Because all of their like all of their patterns are like doubled in speed. It is I, I went through and I was like, wow, I do not I remember this boss being like hilariously easy. And Enough. now it's like beating the hell out of me and I I I don't know what's going on. Like, why is it so much harder now? I can't it I turns actually can't out dodge this. <laughs> yeah, it, I literally cannot get out of the way of this. And I don't know why that is. And it turns out it's harder because it's harder. I thought I was just what I really thought is like, oh, the first time through, I just brute forced it. And now it's kind of scary because you have to fight six things in a row. Right. You got to fight six things in a row. Technically seven if you count both of the end boss phases. Oh, yeah, true. No, you're right. Actually, no, actually eight. Eight. Yeah, Yeah, because like it's there's six. There's actual six mini or well, six stage bosses and then two phases of final boss. boss. Yeah. So it's technically six boss fights. Mm hmm back to back to back and it's like the first it was easy enough to go through those bosses with like you know an obscene amount of health and just and just be able to kind of um yeah you're pretty beefy if you do any even if you don't rebuild the towns and stuff just getting them up to the like you have to there's a level cap where you can't move on in the game if you, you don't yeah so like even just being at the level re- at the basic level requirement of that area makes you plenty beefy enough to just like to do just little, do kind of brute face force. Tanking. Yeah, just face tank the boss. I love And I so love initially I was like, okay, the like obviously I just face tanked these bosses to death and out DPS them because you can just do that. And yeah. now that I have to not face tank because my life is more finite it's a lot more difficult and maybe that's why I'm having trouble with it. It wasn't. They just actually, I mean, it, it's part of it obviously, but they just actually made the bosses harder. Mm-hmm. It just but they made is them harder. harder in a, in a dumb way. <laughs> yeah. 
Like, because they're not harder. Like, oh, look at this. They, they added a new mechanic. It's the exact same, mecha- like the exact, like, so the Minotaur jumps in the sky, lands, throws an axe, jumps yep. in the sky, lands, throws an axe, does that till you, till he dies or you die. Yep. On the harder version, he does that just faster. He just does that faster. So it's way harder to dodge and, and not just dodge, but also get damage in. Yeah. So it's the whole thing is just significantly more difficult in ways that don't actually make it any more fun. Yeah. And thankfully it's extremely forgiving how, uh, how you get back to it since you, you more or less save outside of the boss rush. Mm-hmm. And when you die, the angel's like, Ooh, you should try again. <laughs> yeah. 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 And that's fine. Like it's, it's not so bad because it's, you know, it's, it's very forgiving and you can just keep trying it. And honestly, it gave me a really good feeling of being able to do it. Yeah, like it was it was it was enough of the it was in that kind of spot where it's like, yeah, this is annoying, but because you can just reset and try again, you weren't too mm-hmm. frustrated. And it wasn't like a 30 minute, you know, no, they're they're very fight. short. And like it felt good getting the patterns of some of the uh, there was like the wheel boss. Yeah, yeah. That wheel boss like really frustrated the hell out of me the first time I fought it. And then like by by the last couple of attempts, I was just like I was doing that whole fight with no damage. Yeah. And I was like, that feels really good. That that's <laughs> that feeling of like memorization and mastery and everything like that's that's nice. I really does feel good. I don't get that kind of feeling very often anymore, especially when we're playing games for the podcast, because like I'll just skip it like it's, <laughs> yeah. it will just save state. It. It's fine. Like I could have done that shit for I could have done that for Echo, but like, no, <laughs> like we are we are safe state. I did actually do that. I did actually like you played um, through all of Echo and you did, did do the final boss on one life. And I um, oh, no, you know, you did. I, did I, I was actually determined. Wait, no, did I? You saved at the very I end of the boss. I was initially. Yeah, I was initially determined to do the alien queen or the vortex queen in one uh, in you, one you, go without saving. You got stating. it. You got it. And then I realized off. there was like an additional phase and I was like, no. Yeah, because you got the jaw off, and then then you're like, "What? It's not dead yet." And you're like, "Yeah, yeah screw it." <laughs> yeah, so I, I did. I did actually give up on that one, but I, you know, hey, it is it is a it's very fair. it's a very good feeling that I don't get very often anymore. Um, to just like struggle against a game and slowly feel yourself learning the patterns and getting better at dodging it. And just executing well and then just getting it. And when mm-hmm. you really feel like you get it, like that's that's really, really, really nice. So I actually I was actually able to get that feeling with this game, with that boss rush. But that's the cool. rest of it is hilariously easy. <laughs> yeah, that's what that's what my memory was, because you were asking me about the time frame. And I was like, I don't remember exactly. I just know that it wasn't hard. Yeah. Like the I never I don't remember being like oh i'm not doing this part because it's it's too complicated i lost a life here and there but like i didn't have to i didn't have to like save state or anything no um throughout any of the throughout any of the the game i did it once because i thought the game was crashing and i didn't want to start from the beginning but that was just that was a safety save um just for like making sure that tech issues didn't freeze the whole thing up it wasn't for uh, it wasn't for the sake of like actually cheesing out a level. I didn't yeah. take a game over at all until um, until that boss rush. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it is not a hard game. The the big thing that I that I said about Act Razor is that 
I, I mentioned earlier, it's it's a game that is, you know, more than the sum of its parts. Mm-hmm. And I think that's important to point out because like neither the neither the platforming nor the city building as a standalone thing is particularly good. No, they're both serviceable, but they are very much like Yakuza or like RGG minigames where it is. They're there and they're okay. Yeah, they work, but they are, you know, I like to say a mile wide, but an inch deep. Mm hmm where it's it is you get into it and it seems like there's so much stuff it seems super complex and deep and you have all these different options and you're thinking about all the ways you might need to use those things later and there's like oh no i just and then it's good and then it is way 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 more straightforward than you think yeah and that's it all, kind of like the powers of, of the god powers and stuff, right? Yep. It's just, oh, use this power to do this thing, and then that's, oh, that's it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it, it is basically like use lightning to use lightning to clear out the land, or in some cases, like sun power or wind power. Actually, you, you barely need to use wind power at all. They, they mm-hmm. literally give you the wind power from the beginning, and there is one instance where it's like, hey, the wind stopped. Can you give us some wind? <laughs> And it's like, here is some wind. It's like, thanks. (laughs) And that's literally all that happens there. (laughs) So the powers are deaf. They they sort of feel like an afterthought almost. And the earthquake power is freaking hilarious because you need to use it to create a land bridge to another island. Oh, yeah. But in doing so, you literally wipe out the entire village. (laughs) It's fine. And they're like, thanks. Now we We can reach the island. And it's like. Why are no, you shouldn't. I know that I am a literal God in this instance, but like I I can't imagine a situ like a situation where an earthquake hits your village and like wipes out every single structure on the island and all of your homes are gone. That's the point where you're like, why have the gods forsaken us? Thanks. Not like, thanks. This is exactly what I wanted. <laughs> You've done them a solid. I mean, they really it. hated their neighbors. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's very weird. But honestly, the whole thing is weird. And I think a game where you are literally playing as an actual like you are actually playing as a literal god deity creating this creating the civilization from scratch. Yeah. Is a a very, very quintet concept. <laughs> yes. The game more, is quintet. Yeah. But more importantly, um, is hilarious as something that uh, 1990s Nintendo had to navigate. <laughs> yeah, they're like, uh, what do we what do we call them? Oh, master. That's fine. Let's yeah, call that has yeah. no weird connotations. <laughs> yeah, that has a completely different kind of strange connotations. But nobody cared about that in the 90s. <laughs> no, I mean. It, it's it's weird. It it definitely hits weird, especially since, you know, once again, the quintet special in the very end where they're giving you the epilogue of each uh, each city. Or they're giving like, you the epilogue of uh, each city. It's like they just kind of throw in there. There's like, oh, yeah, by the way, slaves. <laughs> yeah. Yo, the pyramid. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, by the way, all of the monsters in the pyramid were the were the like the tortured spirits of the dead slaves that had to 
that had to build the pyramid. And they're but, like, don't feel bad, basically. But they're fine they, now. They're they at get peace. to come back as people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They get to they they will be reborn as humans. Oh boy. <laughs> Which, like, A, the way it's written suggests that they were not previously humans. Yeah. But I think it's slaves. the concept I think it's the the Buddhist or the Buddhist concept of reincarnation. Or is it Hindu? I get them confused sometimes. Or the idea basically uh, that like the the concept of reincarnation in either Hinduism or Buddhism, maybe both. There might be a concept of both, but it's basically like your, you know, whether or not you, your actions in one life determine what you are reincarnated as in your next. Yes. I think that's Buddhism. Um, but it's basically like, you know, if you're a good person and you're, you know, if you're a good person, you live a, you live a good life and you're, you're honorable and you, you do everything right then you'll be reborn as another human. And if you're not, you'll be like a bug or something. A snake, maybe. A nice, yeah, nice nasty snake. So in this case, it's like, oh, they're vengeful spirits reborn as monsters. But like now they're at peace, so they'll get to be reborn as humans. And I think that's what they're doing with the whole like, with the whole like reincarnation thing is like, oh, I think it's supposed to be a, it's a positive thing. It's a good thing. Like they, they get to come back and, and basically get their, their reincarnation lives back. Yeah. In that, it's just in funny that how very it's... like Eastern religion kind of way. But yeah. it really sounds like, Oh, they were slaves, but now they get to be human. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yikes game. Yikes. Yeah. Cal- calm down. <laughs> what you do in game. But it's, I think it makes it even funnier that it was just the end of the game. Like it's actually just, there's, there's, there's 90% it's, it's just like a of that game's story is just thrown in at the end. Because <laughs> like, when I everything... like how sometimes the story is in this town, you met a boy named Teddy. I knew he was going to be sacrificed. It's like, yeah, so did we. <laughs> they, <laughs> what do, what that do you was mean? literally like the this... point. We had to do. A, was... <laughs> we did a whole platforming stage to save him. <laughs> yeah, like like what, it what? was advertised. That was the point of that world. I thought. What, why are you saying it? He's like, like I didn't tell you, but I I knew it was him. It's like, oh, good for it was you, like, little angel. Great. <laughs> little uh, naked angel. <laughs> You're my minion. <laughs> it's I know everything. It's like a, it, it struck me as like it's like when a little like like a little like eight or nine year old kid comes up to you and like tells you they have a secret. Oh, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And it's like it's something that you and everybody already know, but you're like. But the kid doesn't know it yet. So they're like, yeah. I, I know. I knew. I know. Yeah. I didn't want to tell you. It's, it's like, like I, I have a secret. I love you. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, like, exactly. oh, that's that's a that's a good secret. <laughs> I. Yep. OK, cool. That's cute. Yeah, exactly. That's that's nice. <laughs> so yeah, it, it's definitely that kind of thing. And like the writing in it is. It's just bad it's translation. It's all from the 90s. over the place. Yeah, there's 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 even some funny moments where they use the completely wrong word for something uh, or uh, not. It's not completely wrong. It's just flipped. Right. Like they say on instead of no or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And yeah, there's actually a lot more of that in the ending. <laughs> yeah, they, they just gave up. Whoever was doing the translation was like, I'm done. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> wow, man, you got like two whole paragraphs here. That is. Oh, boy. Just, just All right. I'll, I'll give it a quick once over. <laughs> I'm not getting paid enough. <laughs> Probably true, but you know, that's that's another story. <laughs> yep. Um. 
So yeah, I think that generally, like the platforming, average at best. Yeah. The the yeah. city building, very very basic. Seems like it's going to be a lot more complicated than it actually is. But really, it's just like. I think the worst thing probably about the game is that it really just it really just demands a lot of waiting there. And it's it's there's you kind of feel like it might do some of the waiting for you while you're doing something else in another town or like it should. But it doesn't. And that part's kind of a bummer. So the whole city building thing like basically revolves around like you go through and you're like, all right, build the path this way. Like we want you to build the city in this direction, and that the there's no nuance to which direction you're supposed to be building. It is always in the direction of the monster layer, so you can kill the spawners gauntlet style. Yeah, um, and that's that's this that's the case with every single one. Now the way that you get to each monster spawner is um is always a little bit different, but it's not that much different because. Usually it's it's just like there's only one that's accessible. So you just get to that one and then usually they'll find something there that gives you access to the to the other ones. So it's like, oh, we suddenly learned how to build bridges. Yeah, but it's cool that they give you things that you can bring to other towns that you've already developed. I do really like that. I think that's fun. Like, even though sometimes it's it's sort of hilarious because you're left with one town that's like, hey, everyone's dying of famine or disease. Yeah, there is a plague. plague. There's a literal plague. Yep. You just have to let them be then for like, I don't know, a couple worlds until you find it in the other world. And, yep. and you're sitting there going, man, and it's like, I, oh, hey, I found I found medicine. Like, <laughs> and it's like, how much time has passed, actually? Right. right. Yeah, I don't think it's been a few hours. And the or sheer minutes. horror of like, they're like, everything is so abrupt. Yeah. everything is like you go from just like hey yeah we're building houses thank you so much for this uh thank you so much for this bountiful land by the way um people, this guy died off in the it's desert like people are unhappy <laughs> because everyone's dying of plague and then you go back out to the uh you go back the out main... to the main menu and there's just people writhing around in the dirt and i'm like oh my god <laughs> you're like what happened oh god and then, like, how many times is it, like, how many times do they pull the, someone, uh, someone is sick, we have to go find them. And then you do, and it's like, they died. <laughs> yeah. We were able it's to give them p- a burial. It's even part of the end story of the one character, where it's like, they died. <laughs> they they were happy they died, I think, or something like that. Like, yep. or they they knew that fate was coming or whatever. It's like, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, they were, they were, they were at peace with their fate. Yeah, that's what it was, yeah. They 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 expected to die this miserable death. They it's were fine. they were happy to die in your name, Lord. Yeah, it was it was sort of a mix of like Christianity and that sense of selflessness in Japanese culture, right? Mm-hmm. Like the it's it's okay because it was for the greater good, sort of a thing. Or the 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 person who the the person who gives themselves completely is the one that is the happiest, or yeah. something like that, or whatever yep. they said. It's some some it was written in a way. Yeah, yeah, it's similar it's, to that. It's definitely something along the lines of like, oh yeah, people can only be happy when they resign their se- themselves to their fate. <laughs> yeah. So, Actraiser's story, you know, not much to not much to write home about. It is good not, for a couple not of the laughs. Best. Couple of laughs, and that's about it. It's it. That's what I. That's what's so weird is that if you were to take each, I know this is what we've been saying all along, but it's still strange to me that you can take a game, look at each individual part of it, and be like, yeah, that game kind of sucks. But then somehow you put it all together, and you're like, yeah, this game is really fun. I don't, I don't understand mm-hmm. why. 
I, I think I a lot of it what is it feels good. About I think a lot it of it is the novelty of seeing these two like completely different things thrown together. Yeah, maybe you're right. Um, and just the fact that they actually, the fact that they actually complement each other. It's not just playing two dis- disconnected games in. Uh, it's not just playing two disconnected games in one. It's the fact yeah. that there is a very clear sense of how the two um, of how the two games actually interact with each other. It's very yeah. persona like where you have these two like completely separate halves of the game, but they they complement each other in a very cyclical way. Sure. You know, you get stuff in one that helps you with the other and then you do the stuff in, you know, the town. You do the town management stuff and the more you grow the towns, the more life you get. And then. You have to do the town management to uncover the uh, to uncover the stages, and then you get spells in the you get spells and power ups and stuff like that from doing the town management that helps you in the platforming stages, and it just it just circles around back and forth. Speaking of speaking of spells, talk about an odd balance there where it's like, hey, there's this one meteor spell that just. <laughs> freaking wipes the floor with most bosses out the first time through where you just cast it's like oh yeah that mm-hmm. thing's dead now what <laughs> yeah because so i tried to use it in the boss rush and i realized it wasn't as useful as i thought it was because it's kind oh, really? of random it's kind of random whether it hits a bunch or not uh, okay um, but like if all of the you know usually the boss hitboxes are really big so as long as you can like they all do like a couple of uh they all do like a couple of points of damage per hit. So you can get anywhere between like two or four or like two or four like points of damage or like all of them. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Okay. So it's, it's, it can be good, but can also be a huge waste of your time. I yep. mean, that's, that's an exaggeration. If nothing else, um, it does give you iframes. So it's nice oh. to be like in a, yeah, it's nice to use as like a panic button. Yeah. Where you can just be like, I'm going to get hit. Use this. And you can save yourself the hit. It helped a lot in the boss rush, but like I kept expecting it to just like wipe the bosses in like two casts. And sometimes it took like almost all of them. So, you know, it, it seemed OP at first and it turned out not to be, but it's still very good. Okay. Yeah. I guess my memory of it is also going to be, I, so I watched your stream for about an hour and a half or so. So I got to see a little bit of the OPness and my memory then just went, I was like, oh yeah, that was so It's like, oh, I remember this being a thing. Yeah, exactly. So that makes sense that it's not broken for the entire game. And maybe Mm -hmm. it wasn't actually broken at all. It's just that RNG was favorable. Yeah, (laughs) I think it's still, I think it's still like pretty objectively powerful and probably one of the, probably the best of the of the spells that are available to you in the game yeah just because it's it's the only one where the power appear the 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 power appears to have the highest ceiling everything sure, else they, is like if it all hits it's oh it's like the speedrunner's dream yeah <laughs> or nightmare yeah, it's it's basically on the run. like everything else has a fixed damage yeah and it's like the hit is it, it's more reliable that it actually hits but it also is like only going to do like five or six points of damage. Sure. Whereas like the, the, the star strike thing could do like two or it could do 15. Okay. 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 That makes so, sense. So like on average, you're going to get much better results using that. 
but the run that you the run that you know you get that world record pace mm-hmm. and that's that's the one yep <laughs> yep that's that's how you do so yeah it's um yeah act racer i don't know that's fun. that's it's, act racer honestly it's 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 a good time i uh I'm I've heard good things about it for years and I'm glad I finally I'm glad I finally gave myself an excuse to play it. Yeah, this is this is a game that I would say if if you're curious you should play it cuz it's still fun today. Yeah, it definitely holds it's, up. It, it's it, even even though you'll get probably I, I think one of the best things about it is that it is very thin mechanically, but mm-hmm. the fact that it's so short really complements that because Hey, who cares? Like yeah, it, it doesn't, doesn't overstay, overstay its, welcome. its welcome. You just <laughs> by the time you start being like, okay, I feel like I've done this before, it's over. Yeah. And and that's that's that was my that was my memory of it is that I never felt like, oh God, I'm so done with this one part or something like that. Because mm-hmm. that can happen, right? Where you're yeah. just so sick of it. Yeah, ab- absolutely. We've run through a number of games where it's like, man, this was fun for like the first half and then it just dragged. Yeah. And um and this this could have been that if it had been like ten worlds instead of six, I would have probably yeah, gotten to I, a point where even, it's like, all right, this game doesn't have anything new to really. To be honest, even if it was just one more world, that might have been at that point of being like, yeah, I'm kind of done with this. Yeah, because that that feeling is ex- not really, it happens. You're not really fast. doing anything new. Yeah, well, and and that feeling of being done with a video game, yeah, at least in my experience, typically happens almost instantaneously where you're just sort of like, I'm sick of doing this stuff, whatever it is. And you, and it's, there's not, there's not always a lot of buildup to it. You're just sort of, something happens and you're just kind of like, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of done. There definitely is a, uh, there definitely is a, a feeling. I I think it's a more subtle thing, but Mm -hmm. it's like, are you looking forward to the next stage? Well, you know, you get get dropped into a new map and are you excited or are you like, Oh, Right. Are you thinking about the next game you're going to play? Right. As a whole. Do you know what I mean? Yes. And I think ActRaiser ends at the exact point where if there had been another stage, you'd be like, oh, my God. Yeah, absolutely. Or you like, at least would have been like, like, I'm taking I a break. And not even even if it's not that severe, it had been like, man, I don't really want to play another. Like, I think I'm I, I'm done with this now. Like it. Yeah. It ends exactly at the point where that would hit. Mm-hmm. and i that's that is absolutely to its credit like you know, it's perfect it's they and know I think, the, they know the exact amount of time that that activity is fun and and the the only thing i would add not even add just reiterate is even if you don't want to play this game because you're not interested or whatever it is check out the soundtrack Music's it's so good. cool it's so good yuza koshiro doing stuff before streets of rage mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like get on that it's good in fact let's get on it right now yeah right now and then and you know what you have to look forward to next week our annual well i suppose it's annual now our annual uh home alone Mm -hmm. game i'm i'm so excited dean had me play the super nintendo classic like any home alone we could have picked would have been better (laughs) that's not the point it kind of is. <laughs> you had me play your childhood Home Alone trash last year. So sorry, now was, you get to play my sorry, childhood sorry, Home Alone sorry, trash. Sorry, my Home Alone trash was so much better. It was not. 